Welcome to my podcast. This is Mike Cohen, and this week's show brought to you by Petro's Taverna. Three locations in Westmount, Laurier, and Griffintown. Go to uh, restaurantpetros.ca. Bring your own wine. Great Greek Mediterranean food. Uh, uh, this is great having my own podcast because I'm my own boss. I get to pick my guests, and uh, I have two very interesting people joining me today. One of them is an old friend who uh, I grew up with, Warren Campbell. Uh, grew up in Cote St. Luke with me. We went to elementary school, high school. Uh, we played hockey together. We, we hung out together. We, we, we became major, huge fans of the uh, Montreal Junior Canadiens in those days, went to all the games together. And while he moved to Toronto, um, through the magic of social media, Facebook, we've, we've stayed in close touch, and he's got a lot of interesting things to say. Welcome, Warren. Hello. hello. Good morning, Michael. All right, so great great to have Warren. I never would have believed going back in kindergarten that one day I'd have kind of my own radio show and Warren would be one of my guests, but uh, I think you're going to see why. The next guest is someone who I've been a huge fan of for years. He's, he's, he was a household name in my household because we were huge fans of Canadian Idol where he was a judge. He's a pressario and a social change innovator who, who as I said, uh, was a judge on Canadian Idol for six seasons, Farley Flex. Hello, Farley. Hello, how are you, Mike? All right, so it's great to have you guys here, and I want to start off right at the beginning, uh, Farley, and ask you about Canadian Idol. Uh, Six seasons, it was cancelled in 2008, so we're going back 12 years. Uh, My family and I went, I think four out of the six seasons, we went to Toronto, we we sat in the, um, you know, the seats in the, uh, to watch the show live. We, uh, you know, Scott Henderson was in charge of media then. He couldn't have been nicer. Ben Mulroney would come over and talk to us. We got to know you guys, the judges. Uh, it was just a thrill of a lifetime. It was, it was such a, an amazing show. Farley, are, are you still surprised to this day that that show was canceled uh, after only six seasons and no one had made an attempt to bring it back? I, I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I mean, I understood, the, as you know, the economy had a significant downturn. Uh, there was also, you know, what's interesting about the Canadian media landscape, it's a bit of an oligopoly where a few stations carry the swing for everything, including the advertising dollar. And uh, a, a large a company like CTV had a lot of big shows, and it became very difficult, especially in the economic downturn, to go back to the pool of advertisers and say, we have yet another season. Uh, with So you think you can dance, and the Olympics were happening can, concurrently. So I think that was a major contributing factor. And we were actually supposed to be on hiatus for a year and then brought back, but then the economy hadn't recovered yet. So that made it even more difficult. So surprise wouldn't be the word for me personally, but I, I would say that obviously scores of Canadians would be surprised. But it was, it was great times. You, Jake Gold, Zach, uh, uh, and uh, uh, Sass, uh, you were really a great team. And I think you probably had a great time during those years. Absolutely. Lots of fun. Um, you know, when you, I had known Zach somewhat. He had done some legal work for one of my clients. Uh, Jake, I knew because we had toured with the hip and done some really cool stuff together with Warchild. And Sass was the only one I met had met for the first time. So the dynamic was really interesting, getting to know each other. And there's actually a funny story. Our, our first audition show in 2003 was in Winnipeg. And we're sitting at a restaurant. We were the only ones in there at that particular time. And... Um, Jake's sitting beside me, and a server comes over and says, um, like, she didn't know who we were. She said, is that Sam Jordan? And she went back into the kitchen, and she, I guess she said in some broken sort of communication, Sam Jordan's out there. So another a male server comes out and says, comes up to me and says, 
Mr. Jordan, can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> he, thought, that, he thought I was Michael Jordan. So, that is so, Oh, my, that's funny. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, that, 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 that definitely broke the ice for the relationship from there on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Warren, uh, we went to Wager High School together. We went to West, Wentworth Elementary School, Westminster Elementary School. Uh, we played hockey together. We went to junior hockey games together. I remember when you worked at Petro Canada on Coasting Road. I, I remember your whole life story. So you moved to Toronto a number of years ago. And, and how did, what are you doing now? How did you end up in the entertainment uh, industry? 1989, I came here for six months, forgot to move back to Montreal. Uh, ended up in the music business. Uh, worked for many years for a label called Cargo Records based out of Montreal. Ended up in Ireland, uh, working with labels there. Came back to Canada. And... Throughout the course of the years, I ended up being uh, an agent for a speakers bureau, and that's where I met Marley Plex. And so what, what are you doing now? What is, what is uh, your company? What are the different things that you're focusing on now? About five years ago, I uh, started a company called True Gravity Entertainment and Media. Uh, about a year and a half ago, we brought on Marley Plex as a partner, and it's been a fantastic relationship ever since. Uh, we represent artists for speakers bureaus uh, as for speaking dates. For entertainment, we work with comedians, we work with speakers, we also create television shows. We have a production company, we have several shows in various stages of development right now. And then this year, I guess it was in March, we were reading the headlines about what's coming, and we were thinking, well, how are people going to consume entertainment this summer? And as somebody who had never been to a drive-in, I went, hey, how about drive-ins? And uh, Farley liked the idea, and we, we picked up the ball and ran with it, and we approached some very well-known people in, in this region and talked about putting on drive-ins in their parking lots. We have another partner who's very well-known in the film industry uh, named Gordon Whiskey, and we brought on another local empresario named Jeffrey Latimer, and the four of us have used our influence to bring in some fantastic talent. We're going to do 40 shows at a drive-in theater at a very well-known tourist venue called Ontario Place uh, right down on the lakeshore here in Toronto. Um, we did a soft launch about two weeks ago that was, went really well, and our big launch is this weekend, August 1, so this, 3. So this is good to know because uh, Montrealers uh, still can go to Toronto. They can go, they can yeah. stay in Canada. Uh, Farley uh, in Montreal, uh, they started a drive-in uh, right at the corner of DeCarry, uh, Warren, right at the corner of DeCarry and uh, uh, the, the 40. And it's called the Royal Mount Drive-In Theater. Makeshift, it's been very successful. I think they're doing the same thing as you. Uh, but partly the, the drive-in uh, format is safe also. Absolutely. And, and that, that's the key thing. It, it's somewhat of a transitional thing for families and friends uh, who, you know, are, are considering themselves in safe company. But to, put, to have them in vehicles uh, makes it even safer. Uh, we have all the guideline compliances that we meet and check off every box to ensure that people have a safe and, and, and really wonderful time, quite frankly. We've got some really nuanced, cool stuff that we do in terms of food delivery. So we have um, skaters from, you know, Olympic hopefuls, et cetera, young women who are skating from the food truck and delivering the food on inline skates to the, to the uh, customers at their vehicles, things like that, to make it just more exciting and add that sort of retro feel from the Happy Days era kind of thing. And, um, you know, a lot of people have heard of drive-ins, but have never been. So I think to give them the nostalgic and the new is, is really cool. Mike, yeah, we'll put a... Mike, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to give you an exclusive right now. Uh, we just have worked out a deal with a local um, uh, car dealer, I guess, uh, Roy Foss. And we're going to have five cars there every night for people who don't own a car. 
Right. So they can come that down. That is smart. They can come down and experience the drive-in entertainment that we're doing. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to make sure that the owners of the uh, Royal Mount Drive-In Theater listen to this podcast because I think you've just given them a fantastic idea. You'll get the royalties warrant for sure for that. But that, you know, you were always one of the smart guys in the class, Warren. You know, when uh, when when we used to do things, you. So I, I'm not surprised. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you each this question, uh, Farley. Uh, we know worldwide uh, what COVID has done. Uh, what, from your perspective, what has been the impact on the entertainment industry, and and uh, and and how long will it be? Are we going to really wait till a vaccine comes to, until we get back to normal? Uh, uh, people are afraid right now. What 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 do you think about the whole thing? Well, well, I think uh, inevitably this there has to be a new normal. I think even if there is a vaccine, uh, while we're seeing people gathering, and a lot of people are gathering on their own terms. Um, but it's really important to follow the safety guidelines. But I think the new normal will be a, a little more of a, um, an awareness, I guess, around, you know, health and personal health and public health and things like that. You know, for me, it's interesting because I, it would be remiss of me not to talk about the relationship between COVID-19 and the, also the awareness of what's happening in terms of anti-black racism and, and globally, and especially in this hemisphere, and how, you know, the George Floyd incident may have gone less noticed, I wouldn't say unnoticed, but less noticed had COVID not been um, at the height of everyone's awareness and paying attention to the news every day, plus social media and so forth. So it's a very, very interesting and historic time, no question about it. And I was talking to my kids about that and, and, you know, saying that, you know, you can't let these moments pass by. They're part of your day-to-day life, but these are stories you will be telling later on to to your children who will hopefully be my grandchildren, (laughs) right? But, um, yeah, that's that for me, it's been just an incredible time, not just to survive, but to thrive. And, and what Warren and I are doing together is, and we talk about all these matters across the board all the time, you know, just the social side, the entertainment side, the business side, and how all of those, those things, you know, come together. And so that's what, that's what we generally, um, that's the outlook we generally have. I agree. Uh, now, Warren, you're you're working on all kinds of projects right now, multiple television series that are early development, comedians, speakers, uh, new talent. Uh, you know, you're you're helping entertainers uh, getting new shows, uh, esports development, uh, and of course, Toronto shines. Uh, again, you're doing this all with during COVID during the COVID pandemic. How are you proceeding? Um, sleep. Never heard of it. It's all. It all comes together, and in, in, uh, it's a clear path, a direction we're going, and that's to provide entertainment uh, for youth, really. Uh, we're working with eSports. Um, that's a whole other story. Gravity Sports is the name of that company. Uh, we'll have many announcements coming in that in the next three months. We're working with all kinds of well-known people across North America on this. And uh, the other thing with you is that you are also um, involved in – comedy in the sense that you've been a regular at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal, oh. which I'm sure you missed seeing this year. I was packed. I, I didn't realize this. Uh, I, was, I was ready to go this morning. I, I, <laughs> this, is normally the day, this is normally the day I leave, you know, on the Tuesday of the last week of July. I was, I was packed. And I, so, yeah, what happened? That's it. And, and you can't go to your favorite restaurant, uh, Cosmos, also. Uh, no, no. I know. <laughs> It's it's a shame what's 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 happening right now, but exactly exactly. Uh, but you hopefully know, we all, hopefully we all come out of this. I, I, I think if, yeah, oh, sorry. go ahead. I just going to say quickly that um, one of the joys of doing Toronto Shines and the other things we're doing is we have to remember that 
the folks that we put on stages, most of these people are independent entrepreneurs in their own right. And, and to have a COVID um, sort of come down upon us, it stagnates their careers. Like the, in the industry, the one thing that has never changed is the revenue generated from live performance. If you go back to pre-Vaudeville right up till now, the live performance on a stage is what keeps, keeps artists um, at all levels alive. And um, COVID has disrupted that significantly. So we're, we're, we get a real sense of gratification um, to be able to put artists, comedians, and so forth, and films on screen, quite frankly, just to keep people's careers um, somewhat alive, quite frankly. Yeah. Very well said. Uh, I'm very impressed with what you guys are doing. I will include uh, any web links in the description of this video. I want to thank you both for joining me. This uh, podcast has been brought to you by Petros Taverna, three locations, Westmount, Laurier, and Griffintown, restaurantpetros.ca. You guys will have to try it when you come to Montreal next, I'll tell you. Uh, so thank you, Warren. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Stay thank safe. You. Stay safe. And thanks, Likewise. everybody, for listening.